3, 2, 1. Get ready for two hours of inane nonsense with your favorite overweight redheads, Fat and Ginger. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time on a Tuesday night. This is Fat and Ginger. My name is Tim Young, and across the desk from me, as always, is my bestest, uh, Luke Massey. Bestest. Thank you, Tim. Uh, I like to be in that group. It's a very select group. (laughs) Well, you've got a a plethora of friends out there and lovers and acquaintances. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Uh, Look, I just, you know, often I, I don't introduce you... Correctly, I think. I, oh, think, I think you do, mate. You so, give me a bit of a, a leg up when you can. It's always <laughs> nice to have uh, you to fall back on, Tim. Like, you've left my house now. You've left oh, me for another woman. You know, I'm, I'm alone. I spend a lot of nights crying. But, you know, I, I'm glad you're happy, and that's the main thing to me. <laughs> uh, this is a good start. Great stuff. Now, look, uh, we've got a big show again. Huge show, Tim. So, we, yeah. we, we did miss a show. We did miss last week. You were sick. You I rang me sick. on the Tuesday night and yep. said, I can't make it. I'm, I'm legitimately... Like, you're always crooked these days. Oh, I know. It's, Why are you so sick all the time? I don't know. I'm going to go and is it, It's not anything serious, is it? Have you oh, been tested for... I don't know. It's a good way to lose weight, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> fat and skinny. Um, but, but seriously, like, it's not like anything serious, is it? No, no. Because you seem to always be crooked. No, at the moment, I agree. But um, they reckon I might, be, I might have uh, undiagnosed asthma. Asthma. I thought you were about to say, because you said with it started with an A, I thought you were about undiagnosed AIDS. <laughs> have you been tested for AIDS? Because it, it seems like you're... See, look, you're coughing now. It seems like your immune system's always low. It's under attack. And I know I know you're not a promiscuous person, Tim. You've got a lovely partner, Jody. Yeah. Uh, but you do eat a lot of food that's lying around. So <laughs> I don't know if you can get it that way. Free food. Who's Free not going to have it? <laughs> <laughs> look, moving on. What, what, what else are you going to talk about? We're going to talk about uh, my trip to Queensland. My mm, holiday. look good. Oh, mate, it looks very very magnificent. Good. And I think that I'll be, I could be quite negative on this show, so I'm going to be positive this Yeah, week. I think both of us could be negative <laughs> on this show. I think that's what it is, just so, us sitting in a room whinging, um, looking out at the world. As if to contrast that, you're going to talk about the joys of gigging. Oh, gigging. I've had the highs and lows of gigging oh, in the last we? week. Oh, in the last week. Yeah, yeah so true. I want to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Uh, in that scrap, I'm going to talk about uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts. And you're going to talk about air travel. <laughs> you're going to talk about donuts. Could we sound any fatter right now? No, but it's not donuts. It's specifically Krispy Kreme. Ah, okay. And there's yeah, a reason yeah. I'll get all into right, that. All right, yeah. I will get into that. Yeah. Uh, we've got a <laughs> coughing again. Coughing again. Um, yeah. We are we, built for radio. Oh, for sure. Uh, we've got a very special guest coming in. We do, yes. One of my old schoolmates, Mark Moran, who was, he's done a lot of stuff, mate. He's been in one of the big bands of Geelong that, that we've produced here in Geelong. He's worked as a social worker. Yep. He's had a bit of a, a court case with his daughter where yeah. he, she was taken back to Ireland and he had to fight for that. He's a very talented guy. I'm sure he's an amazing lover, you know. I think he's done lots of things. So Keep going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll talk to him. He's going to come into the studio and say hello to us. So that's, that's magnificent. Great, yeah. Good on him for coming on a Tuesday night into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday night, yeah. A Tuesday it's night. It's 10.23 in the morning on yeah, a Saturday. On Saturday. Hey, we're yeah. pre-recording again. The thing yeah. we said we wouldn't do, and we've done it, I reckon, the last five shows. Well, we have to, mate. You know I'm away on Tuesday yeah. and it's, it's, it's my fault I keep having to go away for stuff and yeah that's right we can't, we can't talk about but it that's alright um, Force Night Out we're going to talk about the next oh, night Force Night Out and look, there's actually Tim how have I not brought that up now I'm so excited to talk about this <laughs> I'm genuinely worried because well we'll get into it in the segment but yeah, okay. you did magnificently on Thursday night I thought yeah, I, I, genuinely you. I'm not trying to be an arsehole here but genuinely I thought what you did was fantastic I thought that took real balls uh, well it was a little bit scary I bet um, it was I'm more excited to talk about what I'm you've not. got coming up, I'm Tim. Not. I'm, I'm not. so excited to talk about that. Yeah. All right, well, let's have a song and uh, let's hook in. Station sponsor. All right, who was that? Uh, that was some ads, mate. Yeah, yes. I, uh, I wasn't really listening to him. We did one of those professional bits, you know, when we come out, there's fat and ginger on the pulse. And we come yeah. out and go, yes, it is. Well, let's do it. Let's make one up now. All right, go on. Yeah, all right. So, that was Fat and Ginger. No, that's oh. shit. All right, come on, let's do one now. Hide the donuts. It's Fat <laughs> and Ginger. <laughs> there you go, done. Why are we always talking about donuts, mate? There's more to us than donuts, Tim. No, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's a whole lot more than donuts. Probably because I'm getting donuts these days. <laughs> Stop. Man. All right, anyway. so we're going to talk about... Look, no, you're going to go first. Am I? Well, uh, I'll, is I'll this the joys of gearing, right? Yeah. So, okay. I, I, I genuinely feel what you're about to talk about. Yeah, I, I think every comedian, every performer... 
I think, feels this. Because well, a, a lot of people do mention it must be fun getting up and gigging, and it is, mate. You know, we wouldn't do it otherwise. We love doing it. We love performing for people. I think most performers, they love... Oh, not the spotlight. I wouldn't call it that, but they love making people happy. They love yeah. making people laugh what, like we do. I'm sure all performers, like I'm sure strippers love making people aroused. You yeah. know, like it's just something about bringing up emotions in other people. And yeah. that's why we do what we do. So I've had the highs and lows. So I'll start with the highs. Last week I went and played a, a music gig. You know, I play a bit of guitar yeah, as well and sing. Very well. Oh, I wouldn't say very well, but I have a crack. And I played a gig down at the Simpson Pub, right? And they asked me to come down. Is that near Cobden? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. down that yep, way. Yep. And uh, it, I didn't really realise what it was, but apparently the, the old owners were handing over to the new owners the next day. So it was a bit of a last hurrah. The bar manager who booked me, a lovely lady named Elliot, uh, it was her last night as well. Oh, wow. Uh, and her birthday. So it was just a big celebration. The whole town was there. And, geez, I had a ball, mate. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I went down there thinking it was going to be average yeah. you know a pub in the middle of nowhere and just one of those nights that just blows you away and the whole place got into it they're all singing along people were coming up afterwards going oh we really loved your music yeah. and and it was just one of those great nights where i just thought yeah i really love what i do mm. <laughs> and then last night happened so tell, uh, tell the listeners about last night so last night i was supporting limo mm. i supported him in bannockburn hotel in january right and it was a fantastic uh, and that was one. a delayed gig wasn't it uh, yeah, because that was yeah, meant to be this, delayed. This, yeah. this ish time last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was roughly. Yeah. It got yeah. pushed back, and and uh, it was a fantastic night. Uh, Dave O'Neill was there as well, very funny man. And I got a lot of laughs, and everyone just had a great night. It was a pub gig, right? Yeah. And pub yeah. gigs are the best because everyone's there to have a good time and that sort of thing. I usually had a few sherbets to loosen up. Oh, you know, I tried to try to keep it under wraps, but uh, yeah, I might have. No, no, not to. you, them. The oh, sorry, them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah. always do. Yeah, yeah, it's great, and they're they're there to have fun. And and <laughs> I'm not saying last night's gig. They weren't, but I prepared for a pub gig because I thought it was mm-hmm. the same thing. And what was it? It was at some place called, uh, was it Flounder & Co or something in Lara? Right. And I just assumed it was a pub, right? Mm. So I prepped for a pub gig. I was doing half an hour, Tim, and you know how long that can be if, if things mm-hmm. aren't going your right. way. And uh, <laughs> Well, you do it in front of three people in a basement in the middle of Melbourne. Well, yeah, I would have preferred that last <laughs> night because at least I might have got one of them on site. When I got there, I realised that I was uh, in a lot of trouble. When I say I prepped, I had a projector there and everything. Like I, oh, you, I did, I you do did the grandma, a week's yeah? worth. Yeah, I did the grandma thing. Oh, my God. I, I did a lot of dirty stuff, right? Because when I do pub gigs or footy clubs or whatever like that, I do a lot of dirty stuff. They love it. The set that I did last night, has always killed for me. Like, it's always... Yeah, it's good. Right? And so, I prepped that. I've lugged my projector in and the and the screen and everything oh. and had a look around the room. And it was like a restaurant, like an Italian restaurant or something. Oh my and there was about... Oh, it was packed. There was about 80 people there, but the average age was about 60. <laughs> and straight away... And the bloke that was uh, MCing, lovely bloke... Who um, was that? Ben, someone. I can't remember his last name. He's a lovely fellow. O'Neill? No, Do we know him? No, no. He, I don't think you've met him. No. He, he He's a nice bloke, but he was on stage when I got there. He'd already started, and I was sort of looking around the room, and he sort of said, you know, guys, I'm going to be a bit rude, and people just weren't responding well, right? And I thought, if he's not going well, I'm in a lot of trouble here. It wasn't time to change tack, maybe? Like, my, you know. my, my other mate, Tim, was with me. He helped me carry some stuff in, because I've got a bad back. Yeah. And he's just, I just said to him, mate, I'm in a lot of trouble here. <laughs> and uh, and Lee May rocked up, and uh, I said, mate, I, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to be warming them up for you, but what I might do is the opposite. If they hate me enough, they're going to really love yeah, you. Yeah. So, sure enough, I got up there, I started my set, I got a few laughs at the start, and then it just deteriorated. You know, you know what that sort of that material is like. So you did, you did the, you did the the PowerPoint first. Uh, no, I left that till the end. What'd you, what'd you and, lead and in with? I was meant to do thirty minutes, right? And as I was going, I was pulling the dirtiest stuff out, like in my mind, but I wasn't saying it because I ended up doing twenty minutes instead of thirty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because it, it just was no point. And like, you know, already going against me. Golden rule, I reckon, and a lot of comedians don't do it or don't can't, aren't able to read the room. If things aren't going well, abort. Abort, yeah. Jeff, get off. But my the thing was, normally I would have switched over to something like yeah. lighthearted, you know, talking about my nephew or something, but I had the projector there and it was set up. And so I had to, that was the payoff for the whole thing. I could not do it because then it would be, well, why'd you bring a projector? Just have like a photo of yourself up there. Without revealing the material on air because we'll get banned, but <laughs> how did that bit go? <laughs> no, it did not go well. Was it even, uh, was it just 
shocked size. So just so people at home know what it's about, it's a, it's a it's a routine about me when I was living with my nana for a bit about me uh, signing her up to a dating site. Yeah. It's a really dirty dating yeah. site, yeah. and I just did it for fun for a laugh. Now it's pretty fun. Dating site's probably a bit generous. It's more of a yeah, hookup yeah. site. It's a hookup site, yeah. and they want to they want to know what fetishes she's into yeah, and all that. Yeah. So I go into it in detail. And, yeah. It's very yeah. good. It's it's, 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 a, it's a good piece if you're in the right mood. But these people just weren't in the mood for that. And like to to give you a, a you know I've just talked about that, and Limo was after me talking about too many cushions on his bed and all that sort of thing, like and and, and drinking too much during COVID, the stuff yeah. that people can relate to. Not many people have signed their nana up to red hot pie, mate. So I wasn't getting a lot of people like you know on my side. Yeah, it didn't go well, and it was just you know when it's it's not going well. Mm. And this is the thing about comedy. You spoke last week about spoken word art, mm. where. You're not looking for reactions from people. So you mm. can just say what you want and you walk off and you go, well, yeah, okay, I think mm. I did okay. People were interested enough. That's right. When you've got silence in comedy, oh. it's not good. When you say a joke that usually kills and it's just silence, yeah. you, your mind races ahead to the next thing yeah. and you start rushing and you start like panicking internally. Yeah. They, they, they probably can't see that. But in my head, I'm going crazy going, shit, they didn't get a yeah, laugh. I'm right. in trouble here because yeah. the next thing I've got is worse. And do I go through with it? Or, and so I'm mentally, as I'm talking, pulling things out yeah. for my next sentences yeah. or next bits uh, uh, to try and keep it cleaner. You're, you're right. And comedians are great multitaskers in that. You can be saying stuff and thinking what's coming up next in your yeah, mind. Yeah, absolutely. And trying to change it because this is what you have working. to. Yeah. Because otherwise you, you, you're going to go worse. I liken it to a surgeon with someone on the table and they're bleeding. And you go, right, they're bleeding, but this is definitely going to stop the bleeding. And you go, uh, Oh, no, it, hasn't. it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. What do I do next? <laughs> uh, nurse? Nurse, anyone, please? <laughs> Hold my 130. Yeah, that's right. So, anyway, it was, uh, I got through. I, I did have some people come up afterwards. I think they must have felt sorry for me, and they said, oh, it was really good. We enjoyed it. I said, come on, mate. You don't have to do that. Uh, but <laughs> Limo, awesome, Limo saved the day, mate. He was just so He's funny. He's just a pro. He went straight in, and he was telling us uh, after the gig, he'd been on this um, holiday with his uh, his wife, his mother-in-law, oh, and her yeah. partner, and, and his kid, and, uh, he, yeah, it was just about marriage over by the end of it, five, yeah. five weeks in a camper van. Oh. And uh, he, he talked about that a little bit, and then we had a good chat about that. And it was a good night. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Afterwards, because I had to pick my son up from uh, from work, yep. and, and it was about an hour early because the gig went real quick. Yep. And so I went and saw the Wolf Brothers out at uh, the Gateway, and that was really good. So it ended up being a really good night. And uh, but, good, on, good on you for finding the positives. Yeah, that's it. You got to find the positives. But just gigging in general, like your highs and lows. Oh. I mean, the, the night before I went to a poetry night. We'll talk about we'll talk that. About that. So uh, and do do the thing there. Yeah. So um, and we got a gig tonight. So it, we do. We, we, we're in Cobden tonight. The place is sold out. It is a pub. Is it sold out? It's sold out. Yeah, yeah. yeah apparently, I, I, if I were you and I and me, I would be expecting a lot of interaction tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot. And I love that. I love interaction. Yeah, and last time we were there, we went and shot a pilot there in March, yeah. and and uh, the the boys are pretty rough, aren't they? They're pretty Ooh. pretty loose. We were trying to film one bit with a pool table. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, they just had to do it's one just thing. take after take and after it took take because thirty just, takes. Yeah, the bloke was just too pissed. <laughs> we're blind. Yeah, what was his name? Paddy. Paddy. Was Paddy. Right. Yeah. So it'd be good to catch up with all those guys again tonight. Yep. Let's have a song. All right. <gasps> And we're back from uh, Queen Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why we keep having to talk about fat things though. Like, no, obviously we're a little bit overweight. Well, I know it's the name of the show, but it just sort of brings it back that you know I'm, I'm meant to be on a diet right now. Oh, has that come? <laughs> I did three weeks, great. So it's a, it was meant to be a six week thing, and that pub gig brought me undone. Not so much the food; it was a piss. You can't eat your feelings. Remember that. <laughs> Right, I reckon they'd be tasty. <laughs> All right, so just before we wrap up your topic of, of gigging, I was saying off air before that I saw a video of this comedian in Melbourne, um, young girl doing a gig in a pub. Mm. When I say gig, she literally was standing with a microphone in the corner while people are playing pool, talking, betting on the horses, whatever. Yeah. No yeah. one's... And you just go... What? what doing stand-up? Doing stand-up. Oh, no. Yeah. And I just go, what would you... You're on a hiding to nothing. Oh. For, for people at home, don't do stand-up anywhere except a comedy club or That's a right. pub so, or something so where, where people are there for that show. Spot on. You want people to be there to see a comedy show? Yeah. Because comedy doesn't work unless people are facing you and listening. Yeah. Our, our good friend Tosh uh, went to a talent quest once. Remember he talked about that? <laughs> 
and uh, people were there for for music and like they were playing bands and uh, and then he got up and did stand up and he said it's the worst he's ever done because people just didn't they're not in the mood for it they were nah. there to see music and you go up and start telling jokes out of the blue yeah. it just doesn't work nah. it's a bit funny it's a very peculiar and particular thing. yeah very now, much look, so on a positive note, mm. well, for me anyway, <laughs> I recently went on holiday to Queensland and it was lovely. Oh, there we go. It looked good. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Look at you. You're all up and about no, today, I'm, Tim. I love it. Oh, look at that smile on your I'm face. Jodie must be doing a great job. No, well, she is. She's lovely and she's wonderful, but I'm just not feeling dead like I was this time. Yeah, she's your crook, man. Um, I would have bought you around some soup, but you got someone else to do that for you. No, no, no Jodie made a lovely Thai chicken soup. It was fantastic. Oh, did she really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's better than me then, isn't no, she? That's right. No sriracha yeah. sauce, but it was a nice bit of spice in it. Yeah. A bit of coriander. Did you bring the spice? No, I'm not, do you know what? I would like to think of myself as, well, not like to, but I would say I'm the least spicy, exotic person in the world. <laughs> I would say I'm the whitest, you're, you're quite bland, boring, you? yeah. bland vanilla person. You're, you're porridge, basically. You're the, you're the porridge of people. That's right. I'm not from some exotic background. Yeah. Both my parents are English, right? Yeah. So that makes me boring. Yeah. I grew up in the eastern suburbs. You of like Melbourne. rugby league? Well, That's well, pretty bland. Well, well, I'll stop you there. Rugby Union. Oh, sorry, Rugby Union. How could I get those mixed up? Uh, don't, Although I did don't watch The Origin the other night. Jeez, it was a good game. Yeah, that was a great game. Yeah. yeah I'm not, it's funny because I'm not usually one for Rugby League. Like, yeah. We're quite separate, but I watched that and it was just what it was because from the outside, if we can go off on a little tangent, mm. I think State of Origin almost is a format that's dying a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's been going for 30, 40 years or whatever it is. And at the start, it was great because they genuinely hated each other and they played apart and they didn't know each other and there was fights and all that cool stuff. But now they all play together. Now they're all professionals. They all play with each other. Oh, and they were still throwing punches the other night, Tim. That's what I mean. The other night, it was back. The yeah. old-fashioned biff and a bit of intensity. Well, and so you're saying they're mates and they're throwing those sort of haymakers at yeah. each other. Don't get ideas. I was going to say, is that going to happen in the studio today or what? <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, you know, it's a long show. Imagine me and you having a fight. Oh, <laughs> it lasts about 30 seconds. <laughs> We'd both be tired, sweat pouring off. <laughs> And, and wouldn't have been anywhere near each other. <laughs> That's right. Just glaring each other down from across the room. Well, anyway, so you're talking, talking about Queensland. Sorry. Yeah, so I, I was lucky enough to go to uh, Hamilton Island mm. uh, for a holiday. Hamilton Island in the Wit Sundays. And, uh, and the boys in the studio yeah, they're having a bit of fun. Good on them. Yeah, having a little dance and, off. Um, and, and I can't, look, I it's not mad, but I can't recommend it highly enough. Just, yeah. Just... Just go somewhere warm. So you're not being paid to say this. Just oh, God, I wish. Yeah. Could that be? I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, just go somewhere warm in winter. T- take a week off in the middle of winter in Melbourne. And, and just go sit in the sun. Just go sit in the sun. It does you the pair of good. I mean, you've look, look, You've changed. You've come back a different man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you've, yeah. You've, 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 you're dark. That's right, I, yeah. I, I don't know if that's a tan or crackling. <laughs> hey, that's uh, did you like my poem? I, I love your poem. We'll actually, we'll get to that. I, oh, can I, I want to read it now. No, oh, no, we'll, we'll read, read it later. now. Force night out. Okay, yeah. No, but like just, and also there's this whole thing that people go, I'm going on two weeks leave, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to stay around home. But the problem is, I think, and this is just me speaking, if you're around home and you're not away somewhere, you end up just doing all those jobs and you end up doing normal stuff anyway. Yeah, it's not really a week off. off. I think you genuinely have to get away and go somewhere different. Like, I know that's that's a good point. I think, yeah, like, it's been a long time since I've had a holiday, Tim. Yeah, well, you are, you know, absolute workaholic. Um, but one of the really well, I good would have liked to have come to Hamilton Island, <laughs> but I didn't get invited. So. No, that's right. You couldn't fit in the luggage. <laughs> um, one of the things we did, which was uh, amazing, was go out to the Barrier Reef. Now, yeah. I've never been out to the Barrier Reef before. I don't know if you have. Uh, I have, yeah. yeah I've and, dived there. And you go out and you're on the boat and you stop at the pontoon and you get the snorkeling gear out and you go yeah, snorkel yeah, on the yeah. reef and never done it. It, it is everything you think it's, it's going to be. It's incredible. It yeah. is incredible. Okay. I did my diving ticket there. Yeah, there. right. Fantastic. Yeah, back when I was about 23. Yeah. So. Well, I'm, I imagine you were a 23-year-old. Oh, hey, mate, you know, yeah. Take it on the world. Oh, mate. You should have seen me back then, mate. Oh, right. Travelling around Australia in a van with mum and dad. Oh, oh, oh ladies. <laughs> out of the way, ladies. <laughs> That'd be awkward conversation. Oh, mum, dad, can yeah. you go and stay somewhere else for the night? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm doing all right here Susie comes home, what are you doing? Who are you? <laughs> Jesus. Um, but you go out there, I don't know, you go out there and you think it can't possibly be like what you see on the TV. Yeah. You think it can't be as good as that. And it is. And it is. It's yeah. in, incredible. Um, and you know, The photos you guys put on Facey, oh, it was like postcard yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's you right. And, and you get, well, look, it, until your head, until my head pops up. And, it's and then you massive, couldn't yeah, see anything in the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't get to the point where this is blase. Hey? <laughs> if I can't get a good head joke in, I'm not doing this show anymore. It's what I do it for. I think getting head's one of your biggest issues. <laughs> <laughs> now, look. <laughs> so... 
you go out there and because it's a pontoon, it's 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 stuck there with massive chains, right? It doesn't move. Yeah. And um, so there's quite a bit of large wildlife that lives there. Yeah. Okay. So underneath the pontoon, there's a massive groper, be about two meters long, and then there's a a, a big. Uh, I think they're called Maori ras. It's about I'm making signs with my hands, which is good for radio. But yeah. it's, a, it's about a meter long and about I don't know. Oh, I don't know what those two things are. No, the big fish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll just say big fish. Yeah. Like, and, I'm not... Massive fish, and they're completely placid and everything, but just there they are. And then there's a turtle yeah. that comes up. So what happens is you, you get changed in your gear, you go down on like a little bench, you get your stuff on and then you hook in the off water you go, and off you go. Yeah. And the fish comes up on the bench sideways and sort of swims around a bit and says hello. Then the turtle, this giant great big turtle comes up as well. How good's that? It's just incredible. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And you, you see these things on TV yeah. and all the, uh, but being there, yeah. being underwater with these creatures, yeah. it's just, it's a whole new world that we don't know about. No, and that's right. And it's happening right now while we're sitting here. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's just all the well, yeah, that's not. Maybe too... they're waiting for you to get back. <laughs> that's not reading the paper. <laughs> um, and just all the tiny little fish too, like they move in the schools and the silver and stuff. I just, I can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah. So Hamilton Island, yep. you're not being paid to say this, is no, a wonderful place. Yes. People should get a, a a plane ticket right now. Yeah. Book a week. Get some babysitters. Don't take your kids. That's wasted on them. If you can help it. No, yeah. kids. Well, they like theme parks and stuff like that. They'll waste it, and you won't get any time to yourselves. Just leave the kids at home. Find someone to look after them. If you can't find someone to look after them, just stock the cupboard and. Take a shot. Just a quick cheerio to all the grandparents out there. Yeah, <laughs> we love you, especially over the next week. <laughs> but no, it, it, it was great. And I think my take-home message for this segment is don't matter where you go, just go somewhere warm in winter, just yeah. for a week. Okay, I think that's a good public yeah. service announcement, Thank Tim. You. Let's have a song. Station sponsor. And we're back out of some fine music. That was, uh, there was some more ads, mate. And some sponsorships. Yeah, you don't listen to the ads, you block them out. And pretty much music as well, I think you block out. What were you saying, sorry? <laughs> as well as like, you know, genuine <clears throat> chat. Um, no, no, what we're going to talk about right now is we, we've got a gig coming up on the 12th of August. We do, mate. It's really exciting. Yep. We, we, we do a series of gigs, don't we, called Punchlines on Paco. For oh. those people who haven't been, they are ripper nights, yeah. mate. Who hasn't heard of those, though? I mean, oh, really? Look, I'm sure people are <laughs> clamouring for tickets. But uh, we, we have had some great acts there. We've had, like, Lee Mo's come and yeah. done a gig there. Harley Green. Harley Breen was Dave fantastic. O'Neil. Dave O'Neill. Richard Stubbs. Stubbsy. Uh, but we've got a, a really good headliner to announce mm. coming up. Yeah. We've got Claire Hooper. Claire Hooper. Yeah, Claire Hooper off a great Australian Bake Off. Yeah. And a few other things. She used to be on Spicks and Specs. And yeah. on, have I got, no, on Good News Week. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited because I've never seen her live. Yeah, fantastic. And I've heard a lot of people talk about her and, and yeah. say how great she is, so yep. and how she works the crowd. So I'm really looking forward to seeing her. And I usually work the bar for those nights, so I might have to try and uh, sneak out a little bit and, yeah, and actually watch for a bit. But I would suggest that this is one of the great nights that you can have in Geelong. Yeah. Don't worry about going down Cunningham Pier or whatever and trying oh, to catch a seagull. There's nothing there, mate. There's nothing. You know, all these fancy people going to these things, you know, they're, yeah. they're crap. Don't go and see a DJ who's still in oh, someone else's music. Some, Don't, yeah, look, it's just come playing to CDs, they do. Geelong West Town Hall. Yeah, some genuine comedy, some You'll, genuine entertainment. Oh, great food. Oh, the food. Alfie down at oh. Cafe Palais. Oh, it's oh, to die for. People genuinely come up and say that food was great. That's right. He'll, he'll have a Michelin star before, you know, too long. You yeah, you reckon? Yeah. What's that mean? Is he can change a tyre? Well, we'll talk about it off. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the Cafe Palais do some great catering. The, the alcohol's pretty cheap, I think. Uh, we, I think we put too on Too cheap, the, considering I give them a little chat while I serve it to oh, them. The and, service is impeccable. Oh, unbelievable, I'll, I'll just Get on it, get there, get a table together. It's the cheapest way to do it. Yeah, this uh, is like an ad for, on the polls, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. So, look, I'm, no, it's a public service announcement because we want people to be happy. Yeah. Should we be paying the polls for this? Shh. Oh, yeah, keep All it right. quiet. Yeah. Um, look, let's have the mailbag jingle. Okay, let me just uh, yeah, no, that's dig right. that out. That's coming. Our uh, tickets are available. Trouble. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's mailbag. Yes, it is. So, Tim, just before oh, yeah. we go to Mailbag, now, I, I think I might have cut you off with the jingle there. Where did you say tickets were available for, the, <laughs> for try, that gig at, uh, at Punchlines on Paco? Try booking. Try booking. Wow. Yeah, so wow. Get on there. So, so they'd have to go to uh, the Try Booking yeah, website. Yeah, and search for uh, Claire Hooper. Claire, search, or, or Locally Grown Funny. Or LGF Comedy. LGF Comedy. That's so it. not Locally Grown Funny. We're no. like KFC. We've taken the Kentucky out of that's it. Because right. people got confused and thought that we were just bringing up shit local comics. <laughs> so we had to actually Watch call us. ourselves LGF Comedy yeah. to try and confuse them back. Now- uh, as the jingle would indicate, it's time for mailbag. Yep, it and, is. And I've been in charge of mailbag this week. Yeah, because I've done nothing towards that's the right, show. Okay. I apologise. You brought your personality. So it's, <laughs> um, that's what you say to ugly people, mate. You've got a nice personality. Moving on. Now, look. <laughs> first one's from uh, Chris in Sydney. 
I uh, just want to address a couple of things. He says two things. Uh, what happened to the show last week? Uh, and then in reference to, I think we're talking about tolls on Sydney Harbour Bridge. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. I can't yeah, remember in what context. Because we're talking about the, I got an Uber. That's right. Remember? From, yep. And it was 20 minutes in the Uber, cost 104 bucks. And we were right. wondering if that included a toll to cross Sydney Harbour Bridge. That's right. So you only pay tolls on the Sydney Harbour Bridge southbound. So there you I go. Don't know if I was no, no, I, don't I know. went towards the airport. Does that help? Oh, is that south? I don't know. I don't know. If you're listening there, Chris, why would you only pay one way? Don't know. Maybe they've, that's how they make their money, and they've decided that's enough. And I don't know. Oh, it's ridiculous. It is. It's weird. But yeah, a lot of weird stuff in Sydney. No, oh, there's a lot of weird <laughs> stuff going on. Tim. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but in reference to the show last week, uh, illness, finally, uh, cruel there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, were, you were crook as well. And I was running late for the show. Yeah. <laughs> I was stuck in Melbourne and trying to get back. And when you rang and said, mate, I can't do it, I was like, oh, Tim, for God's <laughs> sakes, <laughs> mate. For God's <laughs> sakes. We've got to give the people what they want, Tim. And you're letting them down. And really, I was thinking, yes, I'll get the it wasn't, night off. It wasn't a long discussion, was no, it? No, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> but I couldn't make you feel like good about it. I just no. sort of rub it in a little bit and go, come on, mate. Um, now, so here we go. Uh, Pete from Geelong. Uh, so it says... Uh, what does he say here? Uh, on Wednesday, he wrote in, Pete, uh, Pete from Geelong said, are you guys on Nova or just some bloke sending like you at 3am in the morning? So he was listening to Nova, the Melbourne radio station. Yeah, yeah. Is someone taking us off? Three in the morning. What if there's just someone who sounded fat? No, and I, I said, I'll have a listen and uh, blah, 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 blah. So I wasn't sure whether he meant it was on at 3am or sounded like us at 3am in the morning. Maybe he'd had a few <laughs> and just sort of thought, these guys sound terrible. Are you sure it's not fat and ginger? Um, so, and then he wrote back, he said, uh, it was like... Th- 3 a.m. Tuesday morning, and I swear it was you blokes and some bird. Uh, looking up... Well, they definitely would have been us, mate. We, I haven't seen a, a female in a long, long time. Looking up, they don't list overnight shows at all. So maybe Nova's stealing our stuff. Maybe they're playing us. Yeah. And at 3 a.m., we're, we're, you know, that's where magic happens. <laughs> oh, radio magic. <laughs> that's where a lot of people are clamouring to sit around the radio at 3 a.m. Night shift workers and yeah. truck drivers. Should we contact them and say, listen, cease and desist? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. We, the- we heard you've got crap presenters there. <laughs> we've, we've got that covered. Yeah, right? We've got a copyright yeah. on crap presenting, yeah. and we want it to stop right now. Because we haven't mentioned our radio station in ages. We haven't done a time check. We haven't done anything. Like, we're not very professional. We, we, I only just noticed we're in the studio. Yeah, wow. that's it. Um, and the third one is from uh, Danny in Geelong. Yeah. And uh, so- Oh, I saw this one. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, it's a couple of stages. Yeah, I know Danny in Geelong, and so he I. does tend to have- uh, You know, let's put it this way. You know when he's had a few, because Facebook comes out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, very unprofessional. Uh, Danny Geelong. Uh, so I'll read it as it appears on the screen. Yeah, yeah. And this is when I say, you, you yeah. know he's had a few. That's right. Listen. Far and Ginger, you should chase down gert most Aussie bloke you can get on the station and do an interview. Would be good to listen to. And I write back, any suggestions? All right, mm-hmm. fair enough. Don't not, encourage him. <laughs> the same. Then he goes, not sure, mate. I have a think of, I'll have a think about it, mate. So here, sorry, I read that sentence again. Not sure, mate. I'll have a think about it, mate. So fair enough. Time okay, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know how I'm going to read this. So he's written dads, but he's written DQDS. So Dukutsas, yeah, okay. mate, birds would be good. Fully blown. There's no punctuation in here. So, yeah. <laughs> so Dukutsas, mate, bird, birds would be good. Fully blown Aussie built his own house behind Stalbert's stud. Has half a hand, but not sure he would do it. Give me a buzz sometime and I'll chase it up. Oh, so, did you call him? No. You haven't followed up on, on whatever that no, was? No, I will. I'll, I might see him face to face at some stage. And not to oh, look, future, so. Mark's on his way in. He might get bumped for, yeah. for whatever that is. For birds. Uh, for birds. <laughs> I, believe, I believe that's his name, so it's hard to make. But yeah. look, Danny, thanks for the writing. Nah, look, at least he's contacted us. Yeah, yeah interacting. Like, with jargon and, yeah, and nothing that we can use in any way, shape or form, but at least he's listening. That's it. And uh, that's the sort of listener I think we attract. <laughs> Do you think? Like people that are drunk and... I've told you about hanging shit on our listeners. They're no, great well, people. They're lovely people, Tim, they but they're just not all there. Let's be honest. They are all there. They're wonderful. We want you to keep listening. Tell all your friends. <laughs> go, go to Apple Podcasts if you listen to our podcast. Give us a rating. Yeah, please. No, we'd love a rating yeah. from you. Oh. We'd love to hear from you. Like, right, right in. Give us a, abuse. And that's why I abuse them, because they abuse us back. <laughs> You're so. trying to start but no, we, we do love it, mate. We love people listening. It's and, great when people comment and go, I love the show the other day. It's fantastic. Yeah, oh, well, I've had it. And it's never happened. No, well, but, we, um, yeah, genuinely, I've had people go, yeah, I really enjoy it. So Really? Yeah. Uh, well, how is your mum? We will move on. No, what have we got coming up? Uh, I think we should have another oh, song. No, I'm really excited. Uh, Force Night Out is coming up. It is, yeah. But we'll have a song and we'll come back to that. All right. 
Welcome back to Fat and Ginger with Tim Young and Luke Massey. Perfect. Hide the donuts. Hide yeah. the donuts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm glad we don't talk like that. No. Uh, it's funny, I just ducked out for a drink while you're playing those lovely ads. Sponsorships. Uh, sponsorships, yes. So um, go and do what they told you to do, people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's they, right. Whatever support, it was, they support told the people you to support do. us. Yeah, support those people, those um, lovely people that told you to do that stuff. I think it's time that we spoke about our... I was just I was just going to say I ducked out for a drink and uh, I heard the on-air studio, we're not on air at the mm -hmm. moment, we're doing a pre-record because um, it's on in the foyer out there and they're talking about like growing rice and how much water it takes and all that sort of thing and, and then they moved on to almonds in the 30 seconds I was out there and I thought, geez, we fit in well here at the Pulse, don't we? <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah, we just uh, slotted in nicely. If your experience with the human race has taught you nothing else, there's a market for everything, Luke. Oh, there is. There's yeah, a market yeah. for everything. Uh, if you care to play the jingle, we'll quit in a uh, oh, I'm one. so excited. I'm not. Time to get the boys out of their comfort zone and broaden their horizons with a fast night out. So, with Force Night Out, there's been a couple of ups and downs. Yeah, uh, let's call them false starts. Yeah, I'll start with my false start and I'll, I'll wear this. Yeah. So, I was meant to do my knitting thing. Yeah, that, that, I don't think that was your fault. I think I, it was my fault. Was it? No, nah, but we... Because I, no, I got the email that night in bed. So what it was, guys... Uh, guys, and, People, people. So what it was, listeners at home, is that uh, I got Tim to do a, a one-hour knitting class. Ah, two-hour, two-hour. Two-hour knitting class. And it was online, right? And I thought, oh, perfect, because A, he's going to have to fit in with everyone, and B, he can do it from home. You yeah. Know? Like, uh, and, and you even took your knitting needles up to Hamilton Island. Didn't you? Jody sent me a picture yeah. of the knitting needles sitting there. On the balcony. And, on the balcony. Yep. And, uh, and the problem was, because it was a, a, an online thing, mm. it was run out of England. Yeah. Okay. So I got an email at about one in the morning saying, hey, we're on in one hour. Yeah. So it must have been, whatever, what time was it meant to be? Four. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Well, it must have been 4 p.m. English time. English time, yeah. And so it was, I think it was one in the morning here or something. And it, but it didn't, it didn't say that on the thing, did it? Because I, no. I looked at the event and I said, okay. It just so said 4 p.m. Now, I was there, wasn't I? Yeah, I no, you, you messaged me all the way through and you said, look, I'm here. And then half an hour later, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just about to give up. Yeah. So that's not your fault. No. So, all right, so I'll give you that one. Yeah. But. I've got something coming up. I'm going to talk about mine first, then, and then after that, we're even. I'm, I'm right. genuinely not looking forward to this. I've told a few people about this oh, right, and told them to keep it quiet, and they are, they cannot wait. to. We're going to a barbecue tomorrow at my sister's place. She is pumped. She's actually got something ready for you to practice. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> but let's talk about yeah, mine okay. first, yeah. right? So you asked me to go to a poetry night. <coughs> Here in Geelong, I can't remember. Yeah. I think it was called Lowercase Poetry. I think that's right. Yeah, and I'd never been to a poetry night. It so, did not interest me in the slightest. So just just to clarify, I just bought a couple of people there. No, oh, just pretty mate, quiet. The room was packed. You could not move in there. I dragged my daughter along to the poetry night. We mm. got there. The place was packed, and she's looking at me, going, "Dad, what have you done to me here?" Mm. And I'm sort of thinking the same. Well, thanks, Tim. We ended up having a ball, mate. It Look, was great, and genuinely, did you? I, mean, I genuinely enjoyed it. So, how many how many um, acts or poets? Oh, were? The, the, there was a sign up at the start mm. where you uh, go and write your name down, and I told you, in the spirit of the thing, I'm going to have a go. Yeah, you right? did. Yeah, you did because yeah. it, you know, I, when you went to the drag rave, I said to you, get into it. You'll have a much better night. And, and you didn't do it, and what happened? It all just, went pear-shaped. just keep coming back to that every time. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's one of the great feats of my life. One of my greatest achievements was taking you to that drag rave, or, or sending you to the drag rave. So, <laughs> I still have almost about standing that queue outside, and everyone <laughs> look, looking at me, and what you're doing. <laughs> and you were just like, oh, it still makes me laugh. Anyway, sorry. I, I think I might have topped it, though. <laughs> yeah, go on. We're coming up. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, look, yeah, so, anyway, I thought, I'll get in the spirit of it. So, yeah. I, that day, on Thursday, I was, I was sort of sitting around and I wrote a poem. You did? And yeah. uh, it was it was actually based on, I think you said it was a bit dark and that. It was actually it, based on a dream that I had. It was very dark. So, uh, it was it, not that, a dream I had a few years back, but mm. I always remember it, always stuck in my head and I wrote a poem about it. So, on the night, I, I went to sign up. People came from everywhere. Like, mm. there was a lot of poets in Geelong. I had no idea. Mm. And there was about 25 people got wow. up and read their own poetry. And and some of them were really, really good, Tim. Like, all of them were good. Mm. There wasn't any there where I'm going, oh, that's crap. But some of them were, were excellent. Like, was like, it, and was it all sort of fairly uh, serious stuff or were there yeah, any humorous? No, there wasn't, there wasn't really any humor. They're all, all people who would probably consider themselves poets, mm. you know, or if not in spoken word artists, spoken word artists, so like, not, not maybe financial sense, you know, mm. they don't do it for a living, but they all study it, they all love it, yeah. and they're, they're very respectful. They were, it, it was a great night. And the reason we started this. 
this force night out was to broaden our horizons, Indeed, yeah. right? That's right. I'm, now, I'm, I would go again. I'm, I'm happy. So maybe we can go and we'll both write a poem. Yeah. I, I think you'd really enjoy it, Tim, because oh. I know how much you love the arts. I do. Well, I've got an arts degree. you know, you, you like Queen. <laughs> that's the arts. But, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It is the arts, mate. <laughs> Move on. A, it, it starts and ends there, does it? Uh, but no, it, it was really genuinely a nice night. And I thought, I, I got up and said the poem, and I was a bit nervous, so I thought if I tell people it's my first time, they'll give me a, and it worked. It, you know? I, it did work. And I, in my eyes, that was almost cheating. No, not really, because I wasn't. I wasn't the only one who was there for the first time, and everyone else did the same. If it was their first time, I they see. sort of mention it's the first time. And, and in fairness, we do that with comedians, don't we? For yeah, first time. So like, I've been behind a learner driver. Yeah, you cut them some slack. So I got up and did this poem that I wrote. Now, should I read it out or should I play the video? I think let the, let the listeners have the experience. Play the video if you All can. Right. Do it. The first poem I've ever written. Uh, I was kind of hoping all yours would be shit, but they're not. (laughs) They ushered me forward with urgency to prove this was no dream. Light, truth and beauty flew by, arranged to wash over me. Somehow I understood galaxies and time, beginning and end, and at the centre the purpose of it all. Many have sought what lay in front of me, philosophers and false prophets, poets, dreamers and kings. My quest is at an end, the answer stunning in its simplicity. Does meaning have to have meaning? So there you go. I just I, it's funny, my friend Ash, uh, I play I sent her that and she goes, It's just conceited bullshit, like you just wrote bullshit and they love it. And right. you go, Yeah, I did, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. It's absolutely flawless and well done. Yeah, I just couldn't I couldn't yeah, I was a bit nervous to be honest. I'd yeah. you know, I'd get up on stage, not a problem, yeah. uh, telling jokes, but when it was poetry to a bunch of poets, oh, yeah, yeah, I was nervous. I did No, you did well. Now look, um, you wrote another poem recently. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That was yesterday. We were yeah. sitting on Karen's cafe. I, I'd quickly check Facey yeah. um, and notice that you'd put something up there. So I put something up about our gig on the twelfth of August. Tickets available at Try Booking. And I said, uh, "I'm going to be there. Make sure you are too." And then you wrote back uh, something like, oh, not, who, not, "Not if you're going." Not if you're going. <laughs> and I wrote, and you wrote, "Holy shit!" A comment from spoken word artist and poet Luke Massey. What an honour. Yeah. And, and then. So- and then <laughs> Red rag to a bull, so then please read them. <laughs> so I just come up with a little poem for Tim, which I thought really sums up uh, my good friend Tim Young, okay? Uh, it goes like this. There once was a big-headed man whose hat was the size of Japan. He thought it was fun to sit out in the sun, but got crackling instead of a tan. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I just thought it was nice. That's little, brilliant. Nice little ditty there. I'll say, hang on. Yeah, you got to do that. So yeah. the, the clicking. Yeah. So because I know people applaud it at the end. But yeah. So you can applaud at the end, mm-hmm. but in between, if you like a particular line or, mm-hmm. or something that an they're idea. saying, an idea or thing, uh, a theme, you you click like that, and if you get a few clicks throughout the room, you think, oh, well, that that's I'm on the right track here. So and as you notice, I didn't get too many till at the end. At the end, when I said, mean, does meaning have to have meaning? And everyone went like that, and I don't even know what that means. No, it just sounded like a... Ah, see, but you don't know what the meaning doesn't But does it need to have meaning, uh, uh, Yeah, which came first. That's right. <laughs> um, so, look, I think you did spectacularly well, and I noticed the, in the video that you sent me, the stage is literally like one metre by one metre, and it's about two inches off the ground. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's just, just like a, a crate or something. Just somewhere for you to stand. stand. Yeah. And is that every month? I, I don't know. They Look, it seemed like a lot of them knew each other or, you know, they sort of knew when someone come up that they were a first-timer. Mm. So I guess that they have these regularly and they all seem to pat each other on the back and, and know who the other people were. So yep. it, it, I, I would suggest, and I mean this genuinely, go down there. You will have all a ball. Right. It was packed. It, you, you hear some really nice poetry and it's not something that I'd normally go out of my way to do, but I'd certainly go back. All right. All right. We'll give it a shot. And I appreciate you sending me on, on it, Tim. Like, you know, you've broadened my horizons, my Don't. friend. No, and no. I hope to do the same for you now because... Hang on. Just wait. Just wait. Before you hook in and you are absolutely percolating with excitement on oh, this one. Oh, so like a kid at Christmas. Remember, I have the right to say no and donate a hundred bucks to charity. No. No, you do not. No, I do. No, that, don't bring that rule in there. No, that's the rule. I'm just, no. Don't get too excited. No, you do not get the chance to do that, Tim. Why not? That was the rules. No, we're not. We're changing that. All right. So come on. you are going to do this. It's in Geelong next Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, it only goes for one hour and I'm going to come with you. 
to make it easier. Your friend Luke will be there to hold you. Well, no, I won't be able to hold your Just hand all the time the chase. because you'll be, you know, busy. Um, but uh, this is about broadening horizons, right? And this is about finding things that you might take up and go and do in your own time, like me with the poetry night. So, Tim, my friend, next Thursday, the what's the date? The twenty first at four forty five p.m. Seems very early. Me and you are going to walk into Kylie J's pole dancing studio. <laughs> and you've got a one hour beginner's class of pole dancing, right? Here in Geelong, Kylie J's in Ryrie Street. And you're, <laughs> and you're going to do one hour beginner's pole dancing, my friend. That's not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, really? Oh, that's fine. Uh, I'm so excited to watch I, you pole dance. Mate, I will hurt myself. I know. Yeah, what, what are the poles rated to? I don't know. We'll have to find something that's like dug into the ground about 80 metres. But it's going to be good. Um, Loz has already set up like a pole for tomorrow at a barbie where you can practice. And so what I did... <laughs> I thought it was going to be I thought it was gonna be something like life drawing and I was the nude model or something. Oh, hey, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs> but I sent this to Lot this photo you sent me of you... Oh, that's... With your, with, with, you put on facey yeah. with your blue T-shirt and your sweatbands and all that. And I said, how good is this going to look swinging around on a pole? And this might be the beginning of a whole new career for you, Tim, because we talked about being an artist, we talked about being a performer, and I think that you could do this. And you even chucked in strippers there too. <laughs> it was very clever. It was very well clever. Done. Did you like that? So, um, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Young will be pole dancing next Thursday. I'm going to go along and watch. Um, I will take a few photos and videos. We'll put some stuff on Facebook. And this is just like a, a square off of the poetry thing because mm. you didn't do the knitting. Yeah. So, yeah. after that, we'll be even. Uh, but I'm, yeah, genuinely excited. How do you feel? Uh, that's actually not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I, I thought it was either going to be I'd go and sing a song at a Geelong function or, you know. You, you'd rather pole dance and do that. Yeah, well, it's a class. I'll just go in and say it's about my mental health and they'll all not bother me and it's all fine. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. No, no, that's all right. That's, I'm covering up my emotions. That's good. It's, yeah. No, no, that's good. No, 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 it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Look, it's a beginner's class. If that, if that photo there that you just showed... And then yeah. I put on Facebook weeks ago has taught us nothing else or is, is that oh, I need to do more activities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do more exercise. Well, it is a fitness-based thing. It's why people don't do it going, oh, I can't wait to be a stripper one day. <clears throat> no, people do they classes. Do it, they it. do it for fitness and that's yeah. what this is. It's, yeah. a, it's a fitness class. So, you know, I'm always looking out for you, buddy. Oh, you are. I'm Thank always you. trying to think of ways to, to get you the best out of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly think that mm. this could be something that you will get into. Yeah. I look forward to discussing it with, like, your extended family and everyone. <laughs> Tomorrow at the barbecue because they already know about it, so that's great. Yeah, I can't wait to tell Jodie; she'll love it. Oh, I'll, t- I'll tell her today. She will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she will die laughing. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, Force Night Out. That's yeah. the segment, yeah. and uh, we'll report back next week. Oh, let's have some music. Station sponsor. And we're back, Tim. What, what did you think of those ads? Did you like them? Sponsorships, mate. Got to run oh, sorry, yeah, sponsorships. Yeah, sponsors. Yeah. What, what's the difference there? Uh, I'm sure there's a legal difference of some <laughs> sort when you're on community radio. I just don't know what it is. Well, I did the legal course here too. You did? Did you and, listen? Uh, no, not really. I was on the phone most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Should I say that out loud? I'm not sure. No, nah, that's all right. Um, I think it's time for that scrap. Okay, I'll play the jingle. Yeah. Don't believe the hype. That's actually... Yes, one of my favourite segments of this show is That's Crap, where we take things that people think are great, but are in fact really crap. ordinary. Yeah, yeah crap. crap. Yeah. So, would you like to go first? Um, what have I got? I can't remember what I wrote down. Air travel. Air travel, that's it, yeah. So, I've been uh, uh, doing a lot of air travel lately. You have? Uh, which we won't talk about, because no. I'm not allowed so, to. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, that's all right. Uh, so, uh, and... You know, when you're a kid, I think going to the airport, going anywhere is exciting. Yeah. Even now as an adult, it's one of those things, like Christmas time, it's just another day, but even as an adult, you, you remember what it's like as a kid, mm. going to the airport, I'm going on a plane, it's going to be unreal. Uh, and it's probably something that we didn't do a lot of in the old days. Mm. You know, we, we, in the 80s, growing up in the 80s, it, it was a major thing to be yeah. able to go and, and, and do that. So It was far less accessible, air travel. Yeah, that's right. There yeah. was no none of your, your, your budget airlines no, no, no. and that sort of thing. So... Um, and and so, you always have that excitement going to the airport, right? Yep. Now, that's gone for me. Oh. And it's just the, the little things that pop in. 
It's a, it's things like you jump in and you're squashed yep. on your seat. Because I seat. can't afford to, you know, you can probably afford to jet oh, up to I Hamilton can't. Island, mate, in first class. I certainly can't. And uh, to go in and do that sort of thing, it, you, to be in the middle is like hell for me. And it's not only, so what I reckon too is it's not only the actual sitting on the aeroplane stuff that's lost its charm, it's the whole air, airport experience. The so whole experience, You yeah. get there. So when we came back on the Saturday yeah. and we were walking back through the airport, it took a while to get the bags and there was the world's longest line and that was for the service desk yeah. because it cancelled a bunch of flights and oh really and you just go that's oh. and, and I imagine mate and I don't I don't want to be mean to you or anything like that because you're so radiant and happy at the moment you've got go. a nice tan and everything yep. but I imagine going through airport security for you would be an ordeal <laughs> you look like you're smuggling something Whereabouts, Luke? <laughs> well, I imagine you wouldn't wear a beanie for a start. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. like Why a, is that? Be like a boogie board bag. Now, don't start preempting <laughs> my jokes, mate. If I'm going to give you crap, you've got to sit there and take it. Fair enough. Yeah. Look, the other one, too, is at, I remember, I don't know if you remember going to Tullamarine as a kid, mm. and they said the outdoor viewing platform you could stand outside like a balcony and watch the planes come and go. I don't remember that, but yeah. And you could smell that smell of of jet fuel that kerosene sort of smell yeah. and it was a wonderful smell that smell yeah, but now, when you've worked in it for 15 yeah, years it's not so good but yeah but hopefully we don't smell it burning though do we yeah. so, <laughs> so, but you can smell that smell and that was brilliant and that meant travel yeah. that meant great whereas these days it's just it's like going to a bus stop well speaking of bus stops mm. yeah have you, when you park in that long term car park oh. have you ever seen people so grim as when they're jumped onto one of those things you've got 14 bags you're trying to get on the kids are <laughs> running all over the place <laughs> and you're trying to pile them all on in record time when the bus drivers sit there people are running late for their flights and they're looking at you like you're the reason they're late yep. not because they didn't get there right. earlier and it's just a nightmare mate oh. and that starts off your whole experience that's and that's right. it and on, when you get back you've got no chance of finding your car yeah, there, I told you my Newcastle long term parking story so I came back from a trip to Newcastle where a mate of mine was playing his umpteenth game of senior rugby and went up there. Really, it was just a big drinking weekend. Of course it was. I've yeah. never been so sick on the Sunday as when I came back. You know, you book the flight, you go 2.30 in the afternoon, that'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be right by then. I wasn't right by then. I was yeah. so sick. <laughs> you know, when you... Anyway, I was on the flight the whole way back. Going, oh, I think you've told me this story before. And then you? you get back and you go, oh, no, I'm in section G. Yeah. And you get off the bus and you go, oh, I have no idea where my car is. Yeah. And section G is big. It's massive. Big. It's actually split into subsections now. Is it? So it's got like G1, G2, G3, oh, because you had good. no chance. No. Mate. I was there, I reckon, genuinely for half an hour to 45 minutes trying to find my car with a blind and that's hour. And that's what you want when you've just got oh. back from a, a, a lad's trip. Oh, so, but, but, uh, look, yeah, the whole airport <clears throat> experience. Can you give that to me? Uh, absolutely. That is crap. Now, mine is sort of a subset of that. So okay. uh, what you'll see uh, and what I saw when I was at Melbourne Airport going up to Hamilton Island. Did you like talking about Hamilton Island? Oh, yeah, mate, it was good. Jesus. Are you getting paid? to mention them every time oh, now like just by saying those words like you get a lot of discount at a canteen up there or something. I know the Oatley family are a massive fan <laughs> of the show so hello to them <laughs> um but what you see is people carrying around boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts yeah okay like I'm at the airport I have to buy 24 Krispy Kreme donuts <laughs> right and don't get me wrong one not bad yeah but Anything more than one or two. You're talking like you're bringing on diabetes, aren't you? Oh, That's way too much. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where Bart, uh, they have the, the pure slushy. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, that's right. And not three days later, they wake up. Yeah. But in my opinion, my humble opinion, they're all pretty much the same as well. All the Krispy Kreme. So it's either Krispy Kreme with this icing or that icing or that icing. And people go and buy. Team, you're going to offend a lot of people here. That, that's all right. Yeah. That's all, we're about the hard topics here on Fat Ginger. <laughs> we tackle the tough ones, do we? So, I mean, I can see the look in there. You know, we've got a guest in the studio who's waiting patiently. I can see yeah. the look in his eyes that he's a Krispy yeah, he's, Kreme He's fan. about to walk he's out, about mate. To walk. He's got a young fella here. Yeah, you, you're going to bag Krispy Kreme. Yeah. you bring me in for this? That's right. Yeah. But it's just that what gets me is, though, is people don't just buy one or two. Like, people will buy like 48 or two boxes of two. Yeah, like they're never going to see one again. No, that's right. And you go, yeah. They're not that great. Yeah. They're crap. They're, they'd be the same sort of people that would have hoarded toilet paper at the start yes. of COVID too. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because they've had too many Krispy Kremes. <laughs> got, got a swimming pool full of hand sanitizer and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. well, I'll give you both of those. Um, I think that segment's probably <laughs> comes under the that scrap as no, well. Mate, it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. Was all right. Okay. Yeah. Let's all right. have a song and we'll come back with our very special guest. Okay. Station sponsor. Okay, Tim, that was a great song, whatever that was. Uh, <laughs> I've got to start paying attention to what's happening, don't I? Yeah, uh, uh, professionals, we that, are. That was, uh, that, was, that was a song that was just played. Rocket Man by Elton John. Oh, oh Rocket Man. Jeez, that was a great song. From the movie Con Air. Yeah. Remember that? When he goes, you're the Rocket Man? No, I don't. No. Hey, remember that? I didn't mind that movie, actually. No, Con Air? No, I've got the... No, The Rock. So I've got the wrong Nicolas Cage film. 
Uh, I feel like I, I don't know anything about anything uh, anymore. We're wasting the time here. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We've got a bloke waiting to get into the we studio do. too. So anyway, we've got... Uh, We've got, we've got a very special guest oh. on now. Very special guest. A yep. uh, bloke I've known for many years. Got a big gig coming up. The Go Set. Yep. The Go Set are a huge band in the 90s and 2000s from Geelong. One of Geelong's biggest bands we have produced. Yep. Uh, and our next guest was the bass player. And he's got a reunion gig coming up on the... It's next Friday, isn't it? Yeah, Friday 22nd, I think it is. At Barwon Club. At the Barwon Club. So people get along and, and buy your tickets. And while you're there buying tickets to that, you might as well get the ones for Punchline on Paco. That's uh, it. Shameless, aren't On we? your phone, try yeah, looking. Try <laughs> looking. But, uh, but you can go to both gigs. They're, not, they're on different nights. Oh, yeah. So you can have two great nights for the price of... Too. So, yeah, they experience life. Fantastic. That's so, it. but without further ado, we haven't actually introduced the bloke yet, so we'll stop talking about it. Uh, please give it up for Mark Moran. And then what, you, what you're not hearing right now is the applause from the yeah. crowd. So, yeah. I mean, so it's like my gig last night. I couldn't hear any applause <laughs> there either. Um, so, Mark, thanks for coming in, mate. Yeah, no worries. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, we haven't, haven't seen you for a little while, mate. We went to school together. We did, yeah. We grew up on the mean streets of Geelong. Yep. And, yeah. And, you know, there's hard days back then, mate. And not really. Tough we're knocks. Private school, weren't we? Hard knocks, is it? Hard, <laughs> hard knocks. <laughs> hard knocks. <laughs> hard knocks. <laughs> a bit of both. Yeah, Tough and hard knocks. I was always upset with mum and dad for giving me a kind, loving home and, and destroying any chance I had at a rap career. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, or know. being a decent. Because like, you find uh, with comedy as well, all the decent comedians had pretty rough broke, childhoods. Pretty rough childhoods. I never got abused. No, that's right. Oh, mm. never abused. Yeah, oh, loving, too ugly. Anyway, we're not here to talk about us. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to write a good song when you live a life of luxury, isn't it? It is, yeah. mate. Yeah, we need some sort of heartache. And that, and that must be hard for, let, let's say, the you know, successful bands or really, really successful bands that you are living these lives of luxury. Yeah. And how do you write about struggle and heartache and stuff when, you know, the Bentley's in the garage, the housekeeper's cleaning the house and, you know, dinner's been made by the Michelin star chef in the other room. Like Exactly. I think all my favourite bands, their first album is by far the best album. Mm. And I think mm. part of that is because up to that point, they were living hard lives. They weren't getting paid to be musicians. The content, they were getting lots of content every day. Yeah. And then when uh, lives become a bit more comfortable and sleeping in hotels and, you know, yep. dating supermodels and all this kind of stuff, it's harder to write songs that connect to normal people. Absolutely. And, and yeah. how was that life for you? <laughs> well, <laughs> the ghost set never got to that stage. It was a bit of a niche market. Celtic punk didn't quite get to the top of the charts but uh, you know the followers that we did have were passionate about it because it is but you, you know, did you did get to some pretty lofty heights so mate like you're playing yourself down there so for, for people who don't know the go set so tell us about how you guys formed and, yep. and, and how it all started for you guys yeah so I met uh, Justin Keenan who's the front man singer guitarist um, songwriter I think it was around about 2002 he was booking bands at the Nash um He'd, he'd known me from um, Botswa, a band you know from yeah, back in yeah, our school yeah, days. So band. back in when I was a teenager, played lots of gigs with the with, band uh, as well. With Ralph and Josh Withers. Josh and Withers and um, there was a couple of drummers, Josh Watkins yep. and Grant Atkinson. Yep. yep. Um, so he'd known me from there because he'd booked us some gigs at the Nash and he was starting up a band and he just said, I just want to start a really genuine band with some kind of, he's got Irish roots as well. I was born in Ireland. So we're talking about, you know, bringing yep. in some of those influences, some kind of older influences. Um, older instruments like bagpipes and mandolin and fiddle and stuff wow. like that with some old school kind of old punk like the clash kind of themes really through different it. fusions there, yeah lots, lots of politics and stuff like that so that's it was a conversation really at the start um and then you know had to find a bagpiper who wanted to tour in a punk band and find a um, um, that's great. <laughs> which they don't grow on trees. Did you just put an ad out and say looking for punk bagpipers? Like I can't please apply. Exactly how he did it. It mm. might have been at the trading post or something. <laughs> the trading post. You know, funny. You say to like a millennial or someone young these days about the trading post. They wouldn't post. have a clue what yeah, the trading post that? is. Yeah, yeah. It's the internet yeah. before the internet. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Even gum trees too old for some people. Is isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, I really? think so. Yeah. Everything's Facebook Marketplace now, mate. Cause oh, oh, sorry. Get up. It might have been him on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or, uh, remember, What's that? Uh, you remember, uh, was it Bebo or Bibo, the very first one? It was even before MySpace. There you go. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. Were you the only one on it? <laughs> it's a, yeah. Headspace. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, mate. So then you, you guys started playing. 
And then uh, how did it get to where it got to? Because it got quite big, didn't it? Yeah, and look, the band actually is still playing these days. Um, I'm I'm not. I kind of played from about 2002 to 2010, I think it was, or 11, Mm -hmm. full-time. Then from there, I've done bits and pieces, but the band's actually quite popular in the States now. So what happened here in, in Australia was the go set became like the the punk band or the band for the kids at the like um, folk festivals and Celtic festivals. So the band for all the kids and the parents would go to other ones and all the kids would go to the to the punk show. So did heaps of ones here, Port Ferry, uh, National Celtic Festival, all that kind of thing and, and all around Australia. Mm. And then in 2016, um, I did a tour of um, the US and the UK with the Go Set. And that was kind of the first trip over there. And to to one of those gigs, the organiser of the Irish festivals over in America came and met with us and came to one of the shows. And from there, um, the Go Set does heaps of those types of gigs over in America now to huge crowds. Um, so they <laughs> over in over in the states they love their their Irish um, yes don't they 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 do yeah and there's Boston. shamrocks everywhere Boston mm, Celtics yeah. Irish pubs everywhere they love their Irish music yeah. so they actually have quite huge Irish festivals over in America and the Go Set does those um, don't know if you know a band called Flogging Molly. No. I'm ashamed to say I don't know. They're, they're like a quite a famous Celtic punk band. They do their own festival on a cruise ship. Oh wow! From uh, Miami to the Bahamas. Hot. Yeah, right. Jeez, that'd, that'd be, too, that'd be too, tough. Yeah, I was going to say, two tough destinations there. Yeah. Right, it's good. So I actually missed out on that. Oh. <laughs> but, but um, So it had like The Offspring, Flogging Molly, um, Lagwagon, heaps of really big bands. Yeah. Um, so one, one of my claim to fames, which is going to be on my wall when I'm, when I'm an old man, I wasn't actually at the gig, but that gig with The Offspring on the cruise ship, um, a week, a week later, there's a picture of Noodles from The Offspring with, you know, 50,000 people behind him. Mm. Yeah. This is my cover photo on my Facebook page. He's wearing He's a wearing Go, a set, go t-shirt. set T-shirt. Is that right? Yeah. 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 That was awesome. So they, they were my heroes growing up. So to, to see one oh. of them wearing, you know, the T-shirt of the band. Of your band. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when Smash came out, that was pretty oh. big, wasn't it? Listen yeah. to it on a cassette over and over. Yeah, yeah, the old cassette <laughs> days, mate, yeah. I've always wondered, I mean, what's the reality of touring with a band like? You know, like, I know nothing of it. I mean, only what I see perhaps in popular culture or media or whatever. Yep. Is the reality that it's actually just tiring and you're going constantly from hotel to venues and uh, what's it like? I mean, you probably get sick of, like, supermodels and all that. Well, <laughs> well, as I said, the ghost had never got, got to that <laughs> state. I can really, and I think there's a big contrast. I think there's a group of bands that do it really hard, you yeah. know, that do it for the love of music. They're not getting a great deal of money out of it. That's that's where I feel the go set fit mm. into. So it's probably different for the bigger bands that do have yeah. all those luxuries. But for the smaller bands, it is really, really hard. I bet. So, you, you, you know, you, um, the accommodation's really dodgy. Lots of times we slept on people's floors. Yep. Um, mm. You know, it's... Because it'll, it, it, it'll be all that same in a buck, wouldn't it? Well, making sure yeah, it's exactly. as cheap as possible yep. and yeah. eating the spaghetti out of a can, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yep. And, and there's not a lot of music, uh, sorry, there's not a lot of money in the industry for, for that level musician, no, is there? No, there's You're a basically huge gap just either. surviving. Exactly, yeah. And then and you're hoping that you'll get it big and uh, you'll get signed to a deal and then you're, you're okay. Yeah. But there's a lot, a lot of people who don't make it to that level yeah. who still live that life. And, and then, you know, you get to sort of your 40s and go, oh, well, it's time to go get a career or time to do something. Yeah, so, exactly. And that, that's why I ended up having to leave. You know, you do, it, it, there is fun. Like it's kind of, you have a couple of hours of the best time of your life each mm. day and, 20 hours of struggling Mm, um so and but it's it's good it's great experiences but then when you've got you know a partner and kids and stuff you come home and you've got nothing to show for it you can't pay the bills with your love of music you can't unfortunately not yeah yeah, so it does end up being really challenging to do both and the ghost set has had lots of different members come through the band for that reason because you know it's hard to get that balance Um, when you've got to pay bills and, you know, keep jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. So Justin Keenan, the front man, I've got a lot of admiration for him. He's stuck with it the whole time. But most of the other members of the band it has rotated through. Have come through. And gone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And do you, so you finished up in 2010. Was that because of, like, that reason that you thought, uh, I've got to buckle down here, I've got responsibilities here, and I need to start looking at life after the go set? Is that yeah, what happened? exactly, yeah. And, um you know, full-time jobs, stuff like that. We're playing basically, you know, every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, um, 
because that's just we mm. had to have other jobs. Yep. So when you're working full time and then all of your spare time is put into touring and stuff like that, it's quite tiring as well. Absolutely right. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, other well, other aspects of life. Because you could, how do you hold down a job when you've got to go tour? You know, like it's not, not many people, employers are worried about your tour, mate. They're just worried about getting you there exactly. Monday to Friday. So <laughs> yep. how did you balance that or, or you just found that you couldn't? Well, eventually I couldn't balance it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There was, you know, there was a few Mondays where it wasn't a good idea to be rocking up to work <laughs> looking yeah. that way. And yeah. yeah so <laughs> Looking like the bloke off the big M ad. Remember the, uh, the guy who's been on three New Year's Eve's in a row? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I remember, I remember one time actually I, um, we played a gig in Coolum on a Sunday. And we drove 25 hours straight to Geelong and I walked straight into work. Wow. Which I think it was a pretty good work ethic, but they just took one look at me and said, no, go home. Go go home. home. Yeah. yeah. Really? So eventually there was lots of Mondays that needed to go home. So yeah. had to choose in the yeah. end. Yeah, you um, do. And I think as you get older too, like I wish, I wish I'd gotten a comedy when I was a lot younger because you'd be far more prepared to do all the ordinary All the travelling that you yeah, need All the travelling, all the stuff. Whereas now, you know, I own a recliner. I've got slippers. <laughs> I want to just stay home and be comfortable and happy. And you we know, should we wheel that recliner into the comedy gig. Just, well, flip the side down. Just have you <laughs> sitting there. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Great. Um, a music friend of mine had a great line. He said, uh, "Was it performing music is going is taking five thousand dollars worth of gear in a five hundred dollar car to a fifty dollar gig?" Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That way, a lot of people don't understand that. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, even for weddings, like, so you know, I did a solo wedding not long ago for 700 bucks or something. People mm. are like, oh, wow, 700 bucks, that's huge. It took it took up about nine hours of my day. Yeah, that's right. Get get a plumber out to somewhere like that for nine hours on a Saturday. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Much right. more than $700. Exactly, right. yeah. yeah. And you and played my wedding too. It was too, all right? my equipment. It was, yes, I did. You so, played yeah. at my wedding? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah it didn't last bonds. very long, but <laughs> the, the wedding, not the, the marriage, not the, the gig. The gig Me was great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you were there. Yeah, and I was there. Yeah, yeah Mark was the, was one of the oh, guys playing. Sorry, Mark. No, no. no <laughs> Boy, um, might have been drunk. I'm not surprised yeah. some people at that wedding wouldn't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't it remember was, you It was there. raucous. Yeah, yeah, it was good night. It was, yeah. it was great night. So um, it was all downhill from there, but anyway. When's um, the next one, Lukey? Yeah, yeah next one. Um, yeah, I'm still <laughs> looking. But uh, yeah, no, so you've, I understand that completely, mate. And it's not just the actual wedding itself. Like, you've got to practice. You've got to yeah. spend hours. Then they probably want you to learn a few different songs, and they want to talk through what, what music you going to play so you got to meet up with them there's a lot of stuff that goes into that oh for sure and uh, yeah. and then people want you to come and play for three four hundred bucks and you go well uh, you can't just can't do no, it mate yeah. so uh, that's uh, and giving up your saturday as well you've got young fella here you probably want to spend a bit of time with and not be yep. at someone's wedding for the whole day so yeah, people got to take that into account mm. there's a lot that goes into it yeah. uh, now you on a different subject yep. uh, and i know this because uh, you're a friend of mine that you went through a bit of an ordeal a little while back yep uh with your daughter um, and so, are we able to talk around that? Exactly yeah. what happened? Because to me, it's quite a, a bit of a, a dangerous story. So, what's, what's that to me? Oh, I'm sorry, I know we're recording. So, I was just saying, it's, we're at 11.37 now. What, what time have we finished? Oh, quarter two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm just saying, just letting you know. Okay. Just yeah. keep me out. Keep me in the loop. Professionalism, yeah. come on. Yeah, we'll cut all this out, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> I won't tell the long version. Then. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. So, to, tell, to tell us exactly what happened, mate. Um, so. The, the mother of my daughter, who's now 15, which is hard to believe. Wow. Um, so I went back to Ireland for uh, one of my sister's weddings. Um, and then so met somebody over there who was from the town that I grew up in. I, I was born in Ireland, lived there till I was nearly seven. Um, then, you know, we hit it off. She came over here for a little while, was learning to be a pilot, stuff like that. Um, she was a bit younger than me as well. Um, she's about six years younger than me. Um, then she got pregnant. wasn't It wasn't a planned thing. Um, we were together for a, a couple of years after our daughter was born. Um, then we kind of you know, had a shared care kind of thing going on, where I'd, I'd have her on the weekends. Uh, it was kind of going going okay until I, I got a new partner, and then it kind of started to mm. fall apart a little bit. Um, she decided, well, I'm going to go back to Ireland then um, and take our daughter with her. Um, which is obviously a massive thing. So, it, I had to, so what's the legalities around that? Because at the time, I was thinking, is that even legal to do that? It's no, it's not. Um, so it was a long, it was a long court battle. Lots of lots of money. There was mm. wasn't really like lawyers are saying. There's no real, you know, dirt on either of you here. This could drag on for years. Cost you know half a million dollars each. So they basically said, um, 
you know, you're going to need to come to some sort of agreement here. Um, she'd also had some input from, you know, a psychi- psychologist saying, you know, um, that she's away from her family, be detrimental to her mental health and stuff like that, which it's hard to, you know, yeah, argue yeah, against yeah. that really, which of course would have a flow on effect on my daughter. So eventually what ended up happening is the lawyers recommended having an international parenting order um, and signing a bit of paper to allow her to go back, which yeah. is what I ended up doing. Um, the The problem with that is, though, that there's there's no enforcement agency no, with our family law. International, yeah. Yeah. So we had, you know, proper lawyers, proper courts, all of so that So it was stuff all set up to the letter of the law. Yep. Uh, you've done the right thing and agreed to it because yep. you wanted what's best for your daughter uh, overall. Yep. Yeah, and and so she's taken her back. Yep. And then what happened? Um, so part of that order was um, for three weeks of every year, I would fly over to there. She'd be with me for three weeks, and then the next year she'd come here. So Jimmy, my son, my eight-year-old son's here next to me. We actually um, flew over there the year after all this happened. Mm. Um, rented a house for three weeks. Um, all that stuff cost so much money and then didn't have her for any nights. Mm. You go Why? to the police and say, I've got an international parenting order here. She's not complying with it. They say, what are, what are we going to do about it? So it's really, the system mm. is quite broken. Absolutely. Um, so, so why didn't we have her for any nights? She just didn't want it. She didn't allow it. To, after you've done the right thing, she yep. just said, no, it's not happening. Yeah. Gee, I'm so, that's terrible. Right. Um, and then, yeah, been like. she never came here the next year or whatever. I actually haven't seen her for six years, unfortunately. It's terrible. Do you have any contact at all, Mark? Um, so on the order, um, there's a set time every Sunday for a phone call. I've done that for the last six years every Sunday, and it just doesn't get answered. Hmm. Um, so you I, just keep ringing every at that I keep, time? I keep ringing, yeah. 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 yeah good on you. Um, so, and that's, you know, if there are, the if there are you know, fathers or parents in the same situation to me, that's one thing I would say to them, control the controllables. So, lots yeah. of that is out of my hands. And mm. if I keep thinking about it, that it just eats just, away at you. Oh, mm. do your head in. And I, I yeah. work in mental health. I see people in my situation all of the time. Yeah. So, f- for my own sanity, I just do everything that I possibly can. Yep. And then, but I can't control the outcome. But yeah, that, yeah, that's right. That um, that helps me um, cope with it a bit better. Plus, that my I think my daughter, she you know spent every weekend with me till she was seven. She knows I'm a good person. Yep. Yep. I'm waiting till she's eighteen, and then you know trying out for of, a relationship. Out of control then. of her mum. Mm. Yeah. Um, exactly. So you have had no con- no emails, no contact at all in that six years. Um, there might have been a couple of phone calls here and there, but yeah, yeah. basically nothing. Yeah. 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 Mate, I can only imagine what that's like having kids myself, mate. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's just, it'd just be, yeah, I, I can't, I can no. only feel for you, no. dude. It, it's, uh, yeah, kids need both parents. I think everyone out there yeah. needs to understand that. And that's why you let her go in the first place to try yeah. and maintain her mum's right. mental health. Yep. Um, and kids need both parents. And, and for people to put a block in between that, I think is one of the most disgusting things you can do yeah. as a human mm. being yep. to, to your kid. You of know. course, it's really something we, as a society we're going to have to change because you know, fifty. I think it's around about fifty percent of marriages end in divorce these days. Mm. So there are lots of separated That's parents what, yeah. out there. I'm, I'm actually working on bumping that average up. <laughs> so uh, personally, yeah. so it, it was forty percent till you came. Fifty three. Yeah. So we need and and. There are lots of fathers. There are mothers too, but lots of fathers in very similar situations, and it really affects their mental health. So we, oh. it's 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 a system that will change in the next couple of generations. Mm. Um, but at the moment, it's broken, and there's a lot of people affected by it. I'm mm-hmm. one of them, but I like to think I'm coping pretty well. But I see people every day in my men, in my job in mental health that aren't coping with it. Uh, and, okay, and you see it often. You see kids uh, almost weaponized, if you like. Yeah. In separation disagreements and yep. that's disgusting like, yeah. you know, so. it shouldn't the kids should never be brought into anything like that no. should they yeah. whatever issues you've got with the mum are your issues not the kids so yeah. uh, look if, yeah, really if there's any silver here. lining to it sorry just to yeah. wrap up on a bit no, of a absolutely. positive so yeah, good. as part of the order um, I do get the school reports and school photos and all updates from the school she's she's kicking goals Fantastic. academically yeah, she's great. doing really well with sport 
she seems she, she seems happy. So that's that's, that's great. Yeah. That must be uh, a little bit off your mind. A little, you know, yeah, yeah. She's going beautifully, and and yep. one day she's going to wake up and go, "Geez, I wonder where, what my dad's like." Of course, and then she's yep. going to contact you, and then and out of that control of her mum, yep. and there will be a happy ending. Yeah, I'm very confident that's yep. going to happen. So yeah, yep. yeah. Seems like a good kid, mate. So that's great. Well, look, but, we probably have. Okay, I'd love to chat to you more, mate. We're probably going to run out of time because someone yeah. wants the studio. Is that well, right? Maybe we get Mark on again. Yeah, that'd be good because I think if there's other stuff we could probably go into that yeah, we haven't sure, yeah. even touched the surface of. But yep. very interesting bloke. Right. But uh, we we probably have to get out of here. We do. Do we? Yeah. Do we have to stop the show right now? Right now. Right this second. In forty minutes, forty seconds time. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's all we have got time for today. <laughs> we haven't even got time to play the ads. Right. But uh, look, thanks for coming, in, Mark. Really right. appreciate it, mate. Yeah, and, really and Jimmy that, over mate. here and going bowling this afternoon, mate. So that should be fun with Dad, wouldn't it? Make sure you beat him, mate. No mercy, Jimmy. Yeah, no, <laughs> take him out. Take the knees. <laughs> All right, Tim, thank you, mate. No, um, thank you. I'm really looking forward to coming to see your pole dancing class yeah, on Thursday uh, that's something that I will be excited about all week and um, we'll see you guys out there soon see ya thanks everyone system shut down